0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is a look at Dion Woods' interview with me all about... NFTs. So Dion has her own membership and podcast, and she's actually the one who inspired me to create the Artist Academy membership. And sometimes she asks me to come in as a guest speaker to share some of my knowledge about like social media or creating viral video, or in today's case, NFTs. Today's episode was recorded inside of her membership group with her members and herself asking me all about their crypto questions and trying to understand what an NFT is and how it works. And most of these artists had barely heard of it before, had no idea what it was. So these are very basic level explanations for anybody who's just deciding to possibly dabble in the NFT world. I'll share my beginner experiences, my successes, and my plans for future NFT possibilities. And if you want a deeper dive, into the NFT world. If you listen to this and you're like, okay, let me try it out, but I have no idea where to start. Can you help me? Yes, I can. (laughs) I have full videos to explain every single bit of the creation and selling process inside of our Artist Academy Advanced membership. So, like I said, if you come away, you know, thinking, "Whoa, this is a lot," just know that we had the same reaction at first. Me, I did. Dion did, and uh, many of her students as well, and many of the Arts Academy students. And once you get over that hump of creating your first NFT, it's a lot easier. But in this episode, we're just going to explain, you know, what it is and all the things. So let me know what you think about this week's episode, all about NFTs with Dion Woods
1: when you're sitting at the table, you never know who's going to go NFT. And you're like, what's that? Now I know that it's non fungible token.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I remember first hearing it in November and I was like, but what is that? Right. You're like, wait, what what, what is...? Yeah. And it's just like, it basically is something that's kind of difficult to create. It's not just like a, it's more of a one of a kind type thing. It's that that's all it means. And it in, in a digital form in this case.
1: A one-of-a-kind thing in a digital form that cannot be duplicated. Yes, that's what I know. I also know what I've learned is that they have to be used with certain type of money, with like a Bitcoin.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of NFT trading going on on the Ethereum blockchain and on with Bitcoin and with Solana and with all, all the other coins. And that's a whole nother thing <laughs> to get into. I dipped my toes into the Bitcoin world a few years ago when there was a big hype about it and then just kind of forgot about it. And then once NFTs started to circle again in the past year, I was lucky that I dipped in a little bit to the Bitcoin because it's just it's just a lot to understand but it's yeah. once you know you know because now nowadays all mint an NFT like like I'll put one up for sale and it's so so easy but the beginning is kind of tough to just like wrap your mind around
1: I love that. So what we want to do this time, and if we need to have a part two one of these days, guys, we can do this as well. I actually, Andrea is one of our guest speakers at our Empowering Creativity Retreat. So she's not far from Branson. And so she's agreed to come and talk to us. She's going to do a breakout session about NFTs, but she primarily is going to do what she does so well, and that's paint. She's going to show us how she does a piece of artwork and how she works all of her social media platforms into creating content and using multiple purposes and like how she sets up the camera and like what we kind of do with that and she's fabulous she's got a podcast michelle just dropped her link here for her book called mural money mural money and i think that's what she's standing in front of right
0: Yes, yeah. It, this is a, I painted my mural money uh, cover and that we put on the book. But thank you, who dropped that in the comments. That's very it's appreciated. Good
1: she's she's doing that. Everybody here loves you. It's so good. I'm reading it right now. Says one of the ladies. Who is this? It just said you're reading it right now. Tell me. Tell me there you guys are I was watching the wrong video LOL well I'm glad that you found us this. this is where knowledge is power and whether you completely understand this or it seems extremely foreign it doesn't matter I want you to tune in I want you to settle in let's listen to this information because one of these days this will not seem quite so new and it's coming around faster than I imagined So what I was telling you in the beginning I saw on Andrea's stories that she was learning about nfts and then I watched her sell one. And she was like, and then she sold another one and another one and another one. And she reached out to me and said, Dion, I really think you should consider doing this because that's what she is. She's got a totally generous heart. If you will just kind of start from the beginning on what it is, I'm going to take some notes. So some basic things that we can do because you're making money. On artwork that you already sold,
0: yeah. And the craziest part is recently my my NFTs are selling before my or the original actual real life painting is selling. So I have a couple of canvases here in my studio that haven't sold, but the NFT versions of them have. And I was just talking to a, a couple of my students the other day, and they were at a show in California, like an art show, and some of the people coming up were asking them if they sell NFTs. They're like, "Hey, is, is there an NFT connected with this painting?" And it's not all whole lot here in like in... I'm in Springfield, Missouri, and you're in Oklahoma. I'm not sure that it's crazy in, in the Midwest as much as it is the coast. But I mean, everything just kind of comes in. I feel like we're, we're always a little late to the game part of all this. But Instagram is going to come out with a way to buy and sell and showcase them on the platform. And it's just going to get easier and easier. But yeah, so just to go back to the whole story. So I interviewed an NFT creator, just like we're doing now. And I was like, can you just walk me through the process of, of creating my first one? And he hopped on with me and showed me a bunch of tricks and like walked me through the process of minting my first NFT. So basically putting it on the Ethereum blockchain through OpenSea, which... If you don't know what that is, it's okay. We can break that down if you need it. But yeah, so I've been selling on OpenSea. And so I just threw one up there. I didn't even put a price on it. It was basically a canvas that I had painted prior. So a pretty canvas that I had a good photo of. I took that canvas photo and I uploaded it into this app that I have called Motion Leap. And motion leap. I believe it. I think it costs just a little bit, or you can do the free version, but it's amazing because it's so user-friendly. You just upload a photo. You can go through all of these different things to make it move and make it sparkle or do all these fun things. And so I was hooked. I was, I made some stuff sparkle. I made the clouds move. I was like, okay, great. This, this looks good to me. So I, I put that on OpenSea, just put it up there. And then I advertised, I just told people about it on Twitter, on Instagram. I was like, hey, just put my first NFT up there. Like, just see what happens. And somebody bought it. Like within like four to five hours, somebody made an offer for, I think it was like a little less than $300. I was like, Take take it like what? I don't know what this. I was like is that a good price? So I asked that the guy who I had interviewed and walked me through it. I'm like, is this a good price? Like, what what is this? He's like yeah, this is, this is great. I was like, okay. So the next day I, I basically, I'm laughing because
1: I'm like, I would be like, I would be like, like, uh, yeah, it's just, I love that you are being forward thinking. And I look at it like that because unfortunately a lot of people in the business world will get set in their ways. And if you get set in your ways, it's really hard to grow. And so Andrea, I, you're, you're just constantly trying new things and wanting to learn and I appreciate that so much about you. So when you say OpenSea, spell it for me.
0: Yeah, it's just Open. So O-P-E-N-S-E-A. And then I think it's .io. But if you just Google OpenSea, it should come up. And that's Got basically just the platform, kind of like you would list it on Etsy, sort of. It's like a platform with all these other NFTs on there. And that's just what I do. There's a bunch of other ones that a bunch of people are on. I just kept it simple. That was the first one and it worked. And so it's been working and yeah.
1: So one of our users just popped on and she says, what is an NFT? I'm gonna let you remind everybody.
0: Okay, yeah, just anybody who just popped on, it's a non-fungible token, which is just a fancy word for a digital photograph or video that you can put online. Basically a piece of your artwork that is digitized that people can own the rights to. So it's like a, it's something that's really hard to, replicate basically so that that is an nft and if, if you can kind of wrap your mind around that just think of it as your current like you can hold your artwork or you can put it online and it's the online version kind of
1: <laughs> gotcha so for example once you sell that like let's just say you made this sign behind you you took a great photograph of your cover and you decided you wouldn't do that but let's just say whatever it was then you're giving over the rights Like you can't use it digitally anymore either, right?
0: No. So when I upload it, I change it a little bit. So I add some kind of movement to it and just make it really, really, really unique. Basically make it really, really (laughs) non-fungible. And I put it up there and they own that. So if somebody were to buy this, they would own that specific thing, but I can still do whatever I want with my copy and the virgin that doesn't move and everything like that. What what makes it an NFT is putting it on the Ethereum blockchain in OpenSea, and that it basically just makes it permanent. I think is a good word because a lot of people say minting, so which is basically putting something up for sale. I, I like to think of minting as basically making it permanent, <laughs> and so you're making it, and so you're basically setting it on this like train track type thing to where you know it's next move it's going to be recorded to to buy it <laughs> yes it's, it's a tracking, tracking. system
1: yeah so once it's on the track and it's in this list there's pr- it's proof like it is yeah. valid it can't be changed it is on this tracking system yes
0: yeah yes exactly yeah cuz that's different cuz a lot of people ask the question like well you know if you post you know a photo on your website can somebody just buy that because it's a digital form of your artwork? And the answer is no, because that's not on the the Ethereum or whatever blockchain you're you're using. And somebody hasn't actually you know go gone through the actual blockchain process to buy it. So that's that's the key thing.
1: Okay. All right. So you sold your first one and then you were like motivated to do two, three, and four. Now, how many have you sold since you first started in the fall?
0: Oh gosh. So I, oh gosh, I don't know. (laughs) So I just started a couple of months ago. I sold one and then the next day I just put one up again and I put it for a little bit more than the one that I had sold at first, which was, like, and it was like, $30 Thirty dollars more or something, and somebody bought it again. I was like, "What?" And then the second day, I just did it again because I had all of these photos of these artworks that I had created in the past couple of years, just on my computer. I was making them into prints and all the things, and so I had a bunch of things ready. And so I just listed them one day after another, and every single day somebody bought one. I want to say for about two weeks. And then I just ran out of photos. So I was like, well, I don't really have that much art anymore. So I need to go create more. And <laughs> then I got busy with murals and we found out yeah. we're having a baby actually right around that time. So I like honestly, like having finding out we were having a baby, I was like so distracted. And that has halted my NFT thing for a second. <laughs> but I do care, care for the next
1: 21 years, my friend. <laughs> I
0: <know>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, all I want to learn is how to be pregnant and how to take care of a baby right now. So I, I took a couple months off from the NFT space. But I I'm going to definitely get back in it, especially because I do murals all the time and I'm about to be too large to get on a crazy big ladder. So I'm going to get back into the NFT stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. So I was just thinking about that. I was thinking, okay, she does murals and she does scaffolding and ladder, but I know Mr. Man's going to halt that for you and be like, okay, Andrea, at no. So yes, yeah, she is due in November. She is going to speak at our retreat, eight months pregnant. So we're pumped for that. It's her first one. She's standing in her new studio, which they have been building in her at her new home on her new property so lots of fun things going on for andrea so you've sold multiple ones now my question for this is how do people buy an nft
0: from you andrea Yeah, so the same way you would go and purchase something on Etsy. So you have an account and you you see the art and you go buy it on that platform. It's the same thing. So they buy it on OpenSea. So it's listed on OpenSea, which has the Ethereum blockchain. And then they go make an account on OpenSea. They see it, they click buy, and pretty much as simple as that.
1: (laughs) Okay, so if I go to Ethereum and I create an account, that is a way to have digital money.
0: Yes, so you have to buy Ethereum. Basically. So, which it's kind of, it's kind of a weird process to actually go through Like I've actually made videos for people and students and all that to actually show them how to buy Ethereum, how to set it up because it is kind of tough to just explain. But basically you go to this platform. I went to MetaMask. So it's called MetaMask, M-E-T-A-M-A-S-K. And I bought Ethereum through MetaMask. And then I connected my MetaMask to my OpenSea account. And through those two, I'm able to then take the Ethereum that I bought on on MetaMask, connect it to OpenSea, and then buy it that way.
1: Okay, I know that we're all talking, you feel like she might be talking about a foreign language, but I'm asking you guys to be open-minded and understand that a few years from now, this will not seem that unusual. It will make more sense to you. It's just like anything else. Remember when you were eight years old and your teacher said you could literally buy your groceries from your phone. And everybody was like, whatever, she's crazy. I don't know what's in that coffee over there, but that that my eight-year-old sales were like. So just brace yourself and it's going to be way sooner than that.
0: Yeah, and I think it's going to get easier too. Like there's a lot of hoops to jump through right now, but I think it's just going to get so much easier in, it's really- in a year, two or three.
1: So one of our questions is, do you as the artist, Andrea, pay anything to upload your NFT? Are there any upfront costs?
0: The first one, I had to pay a gas fee, <laughs> which is basically just paying the system to put it on the blockchain. So I, I created it, I uploaded it, and I had to pay a gas fee for my very first one to put on on OpenSea. And it kind of depends on what kind of, what time of day, see you know, how, how busy the server is. But if you go late at night, say like 2 a.m., the gas fee can be about 20 bucks. It can go all the way up to a hundred and some bucks or whatever. It just kind of depends. You have to hit it when everybody, not everybody else is on the system. So they're not super busy. So I paid about 20 bucks and then everyone that I've listed after that is free. So essentially it's a pretty low cost thing.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. When you're using OpenSea and you sell something, do they take money? They take a fee?
0: They take a gas fee. Yeah. But they okay. don't take it from me. They take it from the buyer. So the person who's buying it.
1: Okay, so I know that there are multiple platforms to do all of this on. This is just the one you're using and that you're familiar with. Okay, awesome. Let's say I buy this NFT from you, sister. What do I do with it? What can I do with this NFT?
0: I see NFTs as two separate... You can have two different goals. The first one, and I think is one of the most popular ones, is you're going to end up trading it later on. I think a lot of people will buy my stuff now thinking, okay, this girl has a track record. She's been in it for a while. We can see that she's a hustler and she's just going to keep going up and up. They're betting on that I'm going to stay and stay an artist and keep growing. That way, in a, maybe in a year or six months or five years, they're going to be able to sell them. It was one of my first NFTs that I bought for double, triple, quadruple the price that they bought it. So it's just like trading baseball cards. The other one is I've had some people buy them and they plan on keeping them forever. And Adobe and a bunch of different things, they have these new products that are basically like TV screens that you can put on your wall and then you can display your, your NFTs on there. So just like hanging a canvas, um, you can go buy the TV screen and then through the blockchain, you can upload your NFT and you can show it off to your friends, just like every other piece of art people own. It's wild. It's wild. wild. <laughs>
1: you guys, to have a digital artwork on your wall it gets wild. I love that. Okay, so those, that's a real thing. Michelle would like to know, if you teach this in depth in your group?
0: I do, yeah. I show step-by-step videos too, because it's just, it's tough. But once you know how to do it, it's so much easier. Like now, nowadays that I have all the things set up, it'll take me, it takes me five minutes to put something up for sale. And it's so, so easy.
1: And the first thing you have to do is just have a really good quality image of your painting. Like, right? Yeah. Like it needs to be, okay. What would be the motivation for a physical artist to also offer an NFT. I mean, it basically just more money. Just more to money, be right? Like yeah. you to to money. Because I mean, like what she said was people that are buying from her, most of them see what she's up to. And they're like, I'm going to get this now because I won't be able to buy one from her for $300 soon. Like in three years, these are going to be $3,000 because the more she sells, she's going to up her price. And so they are buying them from her as an investment. And she's doing this to make more money, like right now she's pregnant. So she's gonna be upping her NFT game pretty quickly. She's just gotta make more artwork to make more paintings. And I saw you've been working on some canvases lately. So someone is saying, this is out of this world and someone else says, this feels crazy.
0: It does. And it almost feels like I remember first I was like, I feel like I'm stealing from people. Like it feels so weird. But then once you're in the in the space for a while, you get to see like, okay, why people are buying it and what, you know, why why they want it. And it's so crazy because like it's all on the internet, right? It's it's not it's not a whole lot of like physical stuff, but there's a lot of things nowadays that's just on the internet that we place value on. Like for example, the blue check mark on Instagram why does everybody want it? We don't know, but we all want it. it so bad. <laughs> I'm like, how many followers do I need to get to get this thing? It's just like that. It's so like people will, will will buy their NFTs and then display them on their profile pictures to be like, look what I got. And there's a certain group of people, it's small now, but it's going to continue to grow, that look at those, those NFTs and those profile pictures displayed and be like, man, that guy is so cool or whatever. It's like, it's kind of the same thing. We just want to look cool or we want to collect. And there's also what I found, and my favorite part of this whole nft thing there's a whole lot of people out there who just want to support artists and help artists i've had a couple people buy my stuff and then i'll message them on twitter and i'll talk with them and they're just good people and they give me advice on like you should go into this group and talk to these people to also sell more and like they they just they know way more about the nft space than i do and so they're kind of like my invested mentors because they own a couple of them and it's just it's just awesome
1: that is awesome. I, that's so good and heartwarming to know about. Thank you for sharing that too. What does this, or how does this convert to money for the seller? That was two of the questions. Let's say you made that $300 and it's in your, your Ethereum is the way you paid for it. How does it convert to dollars in your pocketbook?
0: Same way you would put, like you have money in PayPal, if anybody's familiar with that. So you have money on this platform in PayPal and you can just w- withdraw it or, or Venmo, same thing. It's basically, you're, you're getting money inside of this this weird platform called Ethereum, which is basically just like PayPal or, or Venmo or all of these things. And you can just push a button so easy, say deposit to my bank account and that's it. <laughs> Dang girl, you're making this sound really tempting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, I like, I can't even wrap my mind around where it's going to go in the future, but it's, I think it's going to be a bigger thing than even I think.
1: Yeah. Sherry says, help me understand this. Are there different sizes in NFT? Like we paint different size paintings too.
0: You can make whatever, I don't know that there's different sizes, but there's more, there's some that are worth more than others. And you can kind of steer that in whatever direction you want. Like for example, I have some really big paintings that are, I spend a lot of time on and they look really good. And so I I make them into motion and like, those are my prized pieces that I sell for a lot more. However, I have some paintings that I spend about an hour, maybe two on and they're, they're cute. They're not like, this like really elaborate thing and I'll sell them for a little bit less because I view those it's just they're not quite worth as much I I relate it to just like art in real life so if you just back this up and think about art in real life your big pieces that you spend maybe more time on they sell for more and so your, your little stuff maybe maybe not as much I'll also attach like Artist Academy scholarships to them. So the small ones, I'll attach like an arts Academy scholarship with it. And so when people are buying that, they're more buying it for the scholarship rather than a pretty piece to put on their wall one day. So you can kind of do whatever you want. But I found that attaching something to your NFT goes a long way, whether you have you love to paint dogs and you want to attach it to a local dog shelter. People like that. People want to feel like they're helping out by also buying something like this. Like, if the more you can attend, the more value you can attach to it. But just like real life, if you were to give 10% of a real painting, if somebody bought the real painting from you and you were to give 10% of that profit to a dog charity, like it would make them feel good. Same thing with your NFT. Like, it's just, it's all the same.
1: Okay. That's a really good point. It is all the same. Same thing with real life artwork. So it's not cryptocurrency.
0: You buy Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency, and then to buy the NFT. So it's similar, but not.
1: Okay. I'm guessing somebody who buys and sells this, Andrea, is somebody who keeps the Ethereum accounts. Like they use it for multiple things, right? They're probably that person.
0: Yeah. And I found a lot of some of the buyers that have bought with me already are ones that have invested in crypto really, really early on and got really, quote, lucky with it. And so they have a ton of crypto and they're like, what do I want to spend this on? And that's, I think, where a lot of the NFT money is coming from. And people who, you know, hit it early and they have a bunch of Ethereum or, Bitcoin or all that, those are the majority of the NFT buyers because there's a lot of people who are really new to crypto. They might mm-hmm. be just getting into it. They want to support an artist, but yeah. yeah, so it's a little bit everybody. Oh my gosh.
1: I feel so much smarter. I love learning new things. I love that we have the capability of learning new things, you guys. You need to understand this. Instead of running away and closing off your mind, we need to open it up because it's here. It, it's been here. It may have just got to you. Or I think they, they like the the gaming companies have been using for much longer,
0: right? Yeah, and I've I've talked to a couple people about all the different ideas. And one, just to give you an idea, so gaming, so like say I paint butterfly wings, right? And I could take, I could make those wings into an an NFT and I could sell it to a gaming company or something like that. And they, they could use that as like a level up marker or something. So like say somebody's playing their game and they open a box and then wings come out. That could be my NFT. And then they could have wings on their character. Crazy. I know. like, oh, that's an idea. <laughs> it would that be so cool? Yes, I love that. I love that.
1: Another question that I have here is, how are NFTs consumer beneficial when it's not tangle art, along with the screenshots and unofficial usage still being a problem?
0: Okay, so... It being on the blockchain helps it to... People who are buying NFTs can tell if it's a real NFT or not just by looking at the track that it's been on, the the blockchain. Even though it's kind of a complicated thing to get your mind around, same. And it's actually a really great secure thing because it just keeps a track record of everybody who has ever bought. So like, say I go sell this painting and then five people buy it in my lifetime... I'm not going to really know after a while who's you know bought and sold and all these things but now the art that we're creating today and that we're uploading into NFT form we're going to be able to see who is buying from us and I've gotten a few secondary sales for people who have bought my stuff and then so it's on the blockchain and so I get 10% every single time it resells which is crazy to me and I just, it's just free money it's like the, there there was one day where I think it was like $40 went, went into my account for me doing nothing because somebody just rebought one of my paintings and so it's just a great way for artists to one keep track and then like have a legitimate record of we are the creator the blockchain says so and then that way everybody who's buying our stuff can feel really assured because who knows, five trades from now, if I'm not around in 100 years and somebody wants to buy an original piece, they're like, is this really Andrea's painting? Do, do, how how do we know? The blockchain makes it to where it is official 100%. This came from Andrea 100 years ago, kind of a thing. And so it makes for art collectors, and there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people who I'm not really in that circle, but hopefully one day, But but a lot of really high big time art collectors who having a... Legit, this is definitely you know something painted from this artist so long ago. Having that piece of paper, that certificate of authenticity, knowing that that's what they're buying, it's worth a lot. And so having the NFT process just streamlines it and makes it very legit.
1: Okay, how does one see this blockchain?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So it it would like I I had all of these questions in the beginning too. I was like somebody had to walk me through this just a couple months ago. So I totally understand. And so. Whenever you go to my account on OpenSea, if you, I think if you just search Andrea Hearts or Art by Andrea or Clouds, something like that. If you find me on OpenSea, you go there and you just see you see a list of all, all my NFTs, some that I've bought or some that have been sold or traded. And then you click on one. So you, you click on the pretty picture and then you okay. just scroll down a little bit and you'll be able to see the exact date and time and price that I listed it for the exact date and time somebody else bought it. And then if they've relisted it, if it's sold, it'll say it. If it didn't sell, it'll say that it'll like, it says everything. Cause so if somebody's tried to sell one of mine or like even the time of day, it's crazy. That's so wild.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I can go to open I can go find Andrea. I can look at just pick on one of my favorites and go, I want to know who bought this. I can actually see all of this little information and what it sold for, you said? Yep. So that's the blockchain. So, okay, that's what I wasn't getting. Every piece of artwork has its own blockchain.
0: Yeah, it has its own trail. So it has its own ledger. Yeah, I think it's probably considered all on one blockchain, but it has its own unique ledger that way. So it's like, it's like somebody like a a secretary taking really, really good notes throughout your whole artistic career of everything you've ever sold. That's what you can find per painting.
1: So that's why a hundred years from now, that will still be relevant because they'll be able to track the history of it.
0: Yeah. And Ethereum and Bitcoin and all, all of these coins, they fluctuate so much. So when I sold my first one, it was for 0.01, which I think then was a little under $300 and it fluctuates so much. And so who's to say in, you know, it's so long, like in 10 years that will likely go up, you know, yeah. and it'll be worth, you know, they, somebody paid 0.01, which is worth a little less than $300 now. Or maybe in 10 years, that that can be $10,000. Who knows? And if if I keep that money on the Ethereum blockchain, then that money has gone up too. But as soon as I take it out, then I'm cashing out for the value that it was at at the time.
1: Gotcha. That makes so much sense. What's the best way to photograph your art? What do you use? Your iPhone? What do you use then, sis?
0: Yeah, so (laughs) nowadays, I, I have my iPhone 12, I think it is. And it has that new raw image one. (laughs) So it has the raw image phone photo setting. So I just do it like that. (laughs) And I also, I have a a really nice camera that I get photos taken to get like really big prints, but really for NFTs as long, it doesn't need to be like a huge, huge photo. It just needs to be a high quality one where if you zoom in, it doesn't look like really, really grainy just in case someone wants to pull it up on a big TV screen. Okay,
1: so. That's the answer. Okay, what's the best way? Bah, bah, bah. Do you have to keep your art as digital when you buy it? Can you print it and hang it on your wall in your home?
0: So if you buy the NFT, I don't think that you can print it legally and then hang it that way. You can buy a print or a lot of times, a lot of artists will... So like if you buy an, an, an NFT, for me, I, I don't have them associated with, with anything. I don't have it. Like if you buy my NFT, you don't own the original, you don't own a print or anything. But there's a lot of artists that do that. And it just, it ups the value of your art. So like, if you paint something, you have this original piece. If you sell an NFT of it, you can give someone, ship someone a print of it as well. And it's like a double incentive for it. Oh, wow. You can I set your that. own rules.
1: Yeah, you can set your own rules for that. Okay, I'd love that. I would never have thought about asking if I can print it or not because once I pay for it, I'm thinking it's mine, but that makes sense. It's so cool. So once you've done all this, you have your whole platform on OpenSea, you have the available pieces. Do you just share your link on social medias and start talking about it, Andrea, in your videos?
0: Yeah. Twitter is the main place for it. And Although I just started a Twitter account probably three months ago when I first did my first NFT. So I am starting from the ground up on on that. And I already have 2000 followers on Twitter, which is great because I've just been sharing stuff and doing little things here and there. And one tip though, if if you're really going to get into this and you really want to sell some stuff. So I've sold by posting on Instagram and stuff like that. But If you go into OpenSea and you go into, say, like an artist, like I, I do a lot of cloud paintings. And I want to find another artist who is similar to the stuff that I create and I'll go into their OpenSea account and I'll see their NFTs and I'll just go through their stuff. I'll look at the sold ones and the sold ones, you go on there, I can see on the blockchain exactly who has bought it and I can go to their their OpenSea account, the buyer, and then I can go from there to their Twitter account and I can go follow them. I can go like some of their stuff, basically get their attention to be like hi, if you like that one, you're going to like mine too. And you just go there and you it's a lot of work. But if you really wanting to sell it, and you really wanting to get serious on this, going and doing those little things just to attract buyers. Because just like in the real world, we, we want to attract buyers to us by posting on Pinterest and doing all the things. And so this is a way to just like, be like, Hey, um, if you want something, this is what I have. And I, I know you bought other ones like that. So if you want to buy mine too, kind of kind of a thing. Not, I mean, I don't message them like that, but I'll go and like them like a couple of their things just to get there
1: I love that. I think that's a great way to market. So when you said that this is done on Twitter, are you saying that the platform is more communication is going on about NFTs on the Twitter platform and that's why you're recommending it?
0: Yeah, yeah. But you can sell on Instagram. And that's where a lot of my sellers have come from. Uh, A couple first-time sellers, a couple first-time buyers, and then a couple people who are just happen to be in the crypto world that also follow me on Instagram have bought. And... Yeah, I'm going to be creating. So I need to create more. Like, I, you know how like you do something and then you get a little like little bitty strokes of luck with it and you like things just are working in your favor. That's what I've had with NFTs so far. And I'm just like, I just feel like this is the direction I should be going in. But, like even even with just meeting certain people, like I met, there's this podcast called NFTs for Newbies. So if you just search NFTs for Newbies in any podcast, they have a gr- an amazing podcast. I think they just hit like 1 million downloads in like six months. Like they're, they're creating it's heather and rich and they break it down by from the very very beginning it's not really geared towards artists. It's more geared towards like NFT buyers and whatnot, but it's a really great resource to learn. And I connected with them. I did a podcast with them, uh, which was crazy because they, they bought one of my NFTs and then a couple of people who listened to their stuff, bought a couple of my NFTs. And it's just, you get into this world and you realize that people who are there and everybody's willing to help you. And then you just like share audiences with them. And that's how it grows. So just like, art in real life. I guess it's just a, it's just a weird internet world. It is.
1: It's by word of mouth, but yet it's like by word of digital marketing, Yeah, all the things. So, but that's what we're doing here. I mean, that's technically, that's what we're doing. Like Michelle goes, that is so cool. It is so cool. And it's here and it is now. And so a lot of the ladies will be like, yeah, well, she's young and I'm just not ready. And that's fine. It's not for everyone. But if you get like this nudging to kind of learn and try something new, because I totally have that, because I've been waiting for this conversation before I went ahead and tried to do anything. And I know you have some information. I may join your group just for that. I'm going to go listen to this podcast too, but I just feel like I should know more about it. Do you know what I mean? So NFTs are not just art things.
0: Right. Yeah. It's typically, there's like a, some kind of pretty picture in general to- represent it okay yeah oh yeah yeah there's a lot of really amazing photographers in the space that make really cool NFTs, and like I'm like sort of jealous of them like you have to take a picture I have to spend hours painting this thing to create this NFT but they could take this amazing picture and edit it in only the way that they can and they just create this amazing thing and it's it's basically like there's a lot of art on OpenSea and like you know being sold as NFTs that is really really basic right now like you can go on your ipad and you can create and sketch it in like 30 minutes and that's a lot of the art that's being sold at, at as an so a lot of the art world is looking at that as like why are people buying that like we know it took them not very long and that's so simple i don't understand which is why right now is a really good chance for the like more fine artists or people who have like it's a lot easier to wow someone right now just like it was a lot easier to wow someone on, on instagram and twitter and all the things way back in the day when it started, when there wasn't a lot of people on there, there's not a ton of like fine artists on there right now, or people who you know have taken a little bit of time to you know enhance their craft to like to wow someone with a painting. And so, taking if, if you have a painting in that in person wows people, it's going to wow people on the, the NFT space as well. And it's just a it's a really cool time. Like like I said, there's a lot of hoops to jump through right now, but it. For the people who are willing to do it, it's easier to sell right now than I think it will be in the future. However, Ethereum 2.0 is coming out at some point, and which basically just means that it's like, a different form of the blockchain that uses a lot less energy because that's a really big thing right now. Like in, in NFTs, they use a lot of energy and where a lot of artists are not into it, which yeah. I can totally see why. But NFT 2.0 is coming out, which is gonna use a fraction of the amount of energy. And I think there's gonna be a flood of artists that will come in after that because it's gonna be a lot cheaper. So like instead of you know doing gas fees to mint between 20 bucks and like a hundred and some, it's gonna be like change to do it.
1: Wow that's a huge difference. Wow. That really is a fraction. Okay. So if I paint a scene on a dresser, can I take a picture and turn it into a print and then an NFT? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can turn anything into an NFT.
1: Yeah. So anything that's a picture that you've taken of anything, it can be turned into an NFT. You
0: can do it that way. Yeah, and yes. it's so fun because a lot of the times like I'll have just a cloud painting. And if you go into that, to the Motion Leap app, that's what it is. Yes. And Yeah, and so you go on there and like I'll have like a cloud painting. So say, say nothing's on the cloud. In the Motion Leap app, you can add like a little bunny on the cloud. So you could add like a little bunny or a frog or a butterfly or something on top of your dresser. And it just, it adds just a little bit of like 3D element to it. And it just, yeah.
1: Are you doing this from your phone or your computer?
0: My phone. It's so easy.
1: <laughs> Are you loading your NFTs from your phone?
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an app. Yep. It's an app. Yeah. And there's a lot of really, I know it's so easy. There's a lot of, it can be really hard. <laughs> I've looked into like actually animating a couple of my animal paintings to where like they open and close their mouth. I can't do that with that, the, um, the app. And so I've, I hired like an animator just to try it out. And I had him give me like a little like run through of how he did it in Adobe After Effects. Absolutely not not trying that. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm like, that's a whole nother thing, but I think there's gonna be more apps, like more and more apps that come out too that's just gonna be it's just gonna be get easier to animate.
1: So cool. I'm excited to get on Motion Leaf, but in my mind, I was thinking I needed to be on my computer for that.
0: No, no, no. yeah <laughs> you're gonna love Motion Leaf. It's so much fun.
1: Well, I'm like, if I could have some of my flowers be like doing this, yeah. if I could have a floral bouquet, could I put like a butterfly on it and the butterfly? oh, yeah. It? Okay, that's so cool. So one person says, I have a friend using NFTs for his music.
0: Yeah, that's a, such a smart thing. So a lot of people are solely releasing their albums as NFTs. So you buy you buy their NFT and then you get to download their album. And that's the only way you can get it. And that's just again, it's just a really good way for the artist to make money because music is one of those tricky things to where, you know, it can get leaked and you know people can download for free. And so it only doing it as an NFT helps the artist to actually make money.
1: Whoa! Like I want to like schedule the next few days off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm like cancel my calls. I've got stuff to learn. This sounds fun. The music scene for NFT is super crazy right now. And then Nancy says this is so reassuring because I have been signing up for NFT classes so I can do that for my gold leaf art. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. She she's doing some paintings where she's got butterflies and then she's gold leafing around them. That sounds like that would be a really pretty combination. Tell me what's trending right now in NFTs. So like what's selling the basic stuff? Is that what's on trend right now?
0: Well, the basic stuff is selling because of the program that's behind it. So a lot of people will create these like really basic drawings and whatnot, but they do it because they get tickets to a concert or they get behind the scenes access to some special promoters events and whatnot. And so those those are selling for the people who are interested in those types of things. In the art world, I feel like it's kind of a combination. Like I, because I, I put up a couple of paintings that I... Didn't spend that much time on because like I had a great you know everybody was buying it I was like let me try let me try to cheat and <laughs> like I'll just put up a little one that you know it looks okay and nobody bought it I was like wait okay so I actually have to put time into this and I actually need to make it look as good as I can and so I I say it, take your best pieces that you have the ones that have gotten the most reactions on Instagram and Facebook and all of that it's going to be the same thing in the NFT world you want to wow people just like you would a normal post. You want to make a scroll stopper in the NFT world. And so I think that's the thing that's selling right now is if you can add some value to it in some way, I do that with my Arts Academy scholarships. And then, if you can make it look as pretty and as cool and as amazing as you can, I think those two are the, the combination to where if you really want to sell and then just get it out to as many people as possible. Like, it, like, there's not a whole lot of people in the NFT space right now. It's just going to continue to get bigger as it continues to get easier and more people know about it. But if you go into the places where people are, like Twitter, or if you have like a maybe a slightly larger audience on Instagram and you can just, just, just so shout it out everywhere on your stories, on your on your posts on Instagram, Twitters, Facebook, everywhere. Because you never know who's into the NST space too.
1: And you just link it to straight to OpenSea or whatever platform you're going to sell them on. But you use OpenSea. So you would just link it to your page,
0: your account. Yep. Just like you would uh, li- post something like on your, your website. website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just like that.
1: Okay. So trending. And now if someone is going to get off this live and just go... Google, where do I find NFTs for sale? What is the most popular one, OpenSea, you said?
0: Yeah, yeah. The most popular Probably. one is OpenSea right now. And there's a couple other ones, but that's that's the main one.
1: Okay. Michelle said the very most important question today is, if you will back up just a little bit so she can see your baby bump.
0: Oh, I thought you meant that thing. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so no. Let me get this. Look at yeah. There. We are. We are it. four. I know, right? We are a little over four months right now, and he's just sitting there. He's a he's the size of a small cucumber. He's like five, six inches right now.
1: <laughs> it's, good. it's so good. Oh my gosh! She said, "You're so precious, so stinking cute." I know, Michelle. I mean, when we see her, she's gonna be a little bit larger. Probably not much larger, but she will be larger. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. I told her before we went on that I was like, I wonder. Andrew's going to have a baby. I wonder what she'll do when she cannot get on scaffolding. How will she not? Blah, blah, blah. But she's got all this figured out. She's been planning for this, this girl. Oh my goodness. It's really, it is exciting because I've known you now almost four years, or at least known of you now for almost four years. And so, in that time, you've gotten married and now you're having a baby.
0: I know. I'm so excited. This is so wild. I'm so excited because he's going to be born in November and I'm taking November, December, January, and February off. I'm just not working hard. I mean, I'm going to like do some artists academy stuff, but I, I'm, and am I've never done that. I've been like a hustler for the last while. So I'm excited to just like be a new mom
1: <laughs> to breathe because everything, everything you've been doing and you've been girl, you have been hustling. I mean, you work so hard. You help so many people. You're learning, you try new things. And it's really good to be able to have that four months off just to, and it may be longer than that. Who knows? What it it maybe She doesn't have that baby in arms yet, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody has any more questions, please let me know. But otherwise, we will let Andrea go back to what she was doing. I just wanted us to be completely, I know, People could talk about NFTs for days. Like there's so much more information. There are options. I like to keep things simple and basic and go straight to somebody who knows who's tried it by word of mouth. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to Andrea. You can reach her. To, uh, she's in the Artist Academy. She says she has some videos that will walk you through that, that step by step. But make sure you are also following her on Instagram and TikTok. And Twitter, for sure. I know that she was in this group for a couple of years. So a lot of you ladies are already following her, especially on Facebook. You're posting daily on Instagram, though, for sure, right?
0: Yeah, lately, Instagram has been... I just got like 20,000 new followers in the last couple weeks. Because like I've had a couple of reels go crazy. So if we want to talk about reels again, we can do that later. But yeah, it was, it was nuts. yeah, Instagram is my main one. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to just send me a direct message. I reply to all of them. And I'd love to chat.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like she said, she does some really great things with her videos. So if you guys have some Instagram questions, we have had her in here twice, even in the EBD group for TikToks, but just video making. Andrea was the one I saw three years ago. You guys, I've had this conversation saying, don't be a Dion. So three years ago, Andrea was on TikTok and I was like, well, Andrea's doing it. I should try it I look at it. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. And Andrea said the same thing. I can't do this, but she stuck with it. I did not. Uh, Instagram's loving on you. So I can see why you're giving it all the love that it needs as well. So thank you. I'm going to go do some research after dinner. If I have any questions, I may be reaching out.
0: Please do. Yeah. I love to talk about all this stuff. I'd love to help you out. I think you would do really good. <laughs> thank you, Andrea.
1: It's always such a treat to talk to you. And she's also a guest for our empowering creativity retreat in October. So if you have not got your ticket and you want to see this lovely lady in person, you can purchase that on my website and it's clearly marked under retreats. Andrea, thank you. And I hope you
0: have a wonderful night. Thank you. You too. Bye. (laughs) Okay. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy Podcast. And by the way, I am speaking this year at Dion's Empowering Creativity Retreat here in Branson, Missouri. Not very far from where I live. And I'll be getting to meet her for the first time. And we're going to be doing all the things. And I'll be showing her audience how I create my viral videos while painting live on stage. I'm going to be about eight or so months pregnant so, but it'll be a fun experience I'll just waddle my way up there and show you how to do how to make a viral video and if you would like to join in on the fun and learn from Dion and myself live in person this fall then check out the link in the notes you go to turquoiseiris.com slash workshops dash retreats just use the link in the notes so you can get just an exact way to get there but you can check out the turquoise iris which is Dion Woods's company and all the things we're going to be... It's a really awesome retreat. She does these every year. It's a bunch of just really creative people coming together to teach and learn. And it's just a really empowering thing. Hence, the Empowering Creativity Retreat. (laughs) But yeah, so sign up for that and also if you want to learn more about nfts again i do have full videos inside of the artist academy advanced membership for you to help you with the next step of the process literally every step of the process from buying crypto to listing your first nft and how to sell it the whole thing so (laughs) i am gonna also be talking about nfts at uh, dion woods's creativity retreat too so a little bit of everything if you want to learn more the information is out there okay that's all i have for you and i will see you next week!